is Twitter. Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of This Week in Photo. I am your host, Frederick Van Johnson. Today on the show, I have my friend Terry Morgan back in the hot seat. Terry is the co-founder, founder, lord of all she surveys. No, not all that, but she'll explain what she does <laughs> at, at LumaTouch. LumaTouch is the company behind LumaFusion, which is a piece of software that runs on mobile devices, both Mac, or not Mac, uh, both iOS, iOS and Android that allows you to edit video professionally, kind of like a Final Cut Pro, Premiere, Adventure Resolve on a mobile device. Um, they are, they've created a pretty amazing piece of software. We're going to talk about the software, where it is today, and also just an idea of since the last time Terry and I spoke, she demoed the multicam feature. I want to find out where it is now, how they feel about uh, the the looming threat from Black Magic of DaVinci Resolve, is it a, is it a threat now that it's on on iPad? And then where when can we expect this multicam feature? All these questions will be revealed by Terry Morgan. Terry, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. How's it going? Good. Thank you so much for having me again. It's always a pleasure to be here. Yeah, you guys have been busy. You're very welcome for coming on. You guys have been busy. I know you and I chat a little bit offline about your your thoughts behind software development, which I think it's appropriate to kind of talk about that off the bat right now, because there's, as I'm sure you've heard the chorus of customers wanting this next version of LumaFusion to ship with the multicam feature and all that. You are, you guys, I'm going to put words in your mouth, but from what I hear, you guys are approaching software development slightly differently than a lot of companies down here in Silicon Valley, where it's, where it's good enough, ship it and we'll fix it, you know, on the fly, you know, based on customer feedback and whatever they tell us they're, they're sad about the most, we'll fix that first. You're trying to get it right <laughs> out the gate. Can you describe your sort of personal dogma or the corporate dogma as it applies to software development? Yeah, I mean, our first and foremost, our mission statement has never changed day one. And that was 2013, Chris and I uh, started LumaTouch. And it, our mission statement was to create deliciously fun and innovative mobile editor that respects the craft and precision and attention to quality that our customers invest to tell their stories. That's literally our mission statement, and it's never changed. And because of that, um, that's what comes first, is the quality, the be being able to have fun telling stories, um, just respecting our customers and their time so that we don't put out things that would not be fun, not be useful, and not help them tell their stories. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's, the, that's the thing. But then when you, look at, when you look at it from a business standpoint, right? So you're getting it right on the multi-touch thing and i've i've played with it i have the, the beta on my ipad and it, it works it's great it's brilliant it's a different approach and a more tactile approach to to multi-cam editing but then black magic comes out and jumps into the ring you know with davinci resolve for ipad almost feature for feature parody with the desktop version and all that what when you saw that, was it like, oh, no, we need to go back to the drawing board and do it more like that? Do we stay the course on what we're doing here? Do we care? Is it co-opetition? What was going through your mind when you saw the their, yeah, saw mean, them enter the market? You know, I think that them coming to the market does shed light 
uh, a new light on the importance of mobile in, for the, our com creative community. Um, you know, all, there's a lot of competition out there, um, but I think we feel pretty good. Well, I know we feel pretty good about why LumaFusion shines, and that is that we are crafted to be a storytelling first, um, touch first system. So mm -hmm. we're not we're not necessarily about um, having every bell and whistle and every um, menu that you could have, because we're more about being able to have fun while telling your story. Because I think that's when we shine the most as creators is when we are relaxed and we're having fun and we are not stressed by technology. So we can just get on with telling our story and being creative. Yeah. Do, do you so feel like, a big there. Do, do you feel yeah. like the, the target markets for be, both pieces of software, DaVinci Resolve on the iPad and uh, LumaFusion on the iPad, are the audiences different? Now, I know it's all uh, in the end, it's all about storytelling, but are you, are you approaching more of a consumer audience? Whereas they're, looking at more of a pro audience or does it matter? I, I wouldn't say that at all. I would say more that as creators, we have different things that we need to achieve. One of those things is to tell the story, the crafting story part, um, the thinking about your message and putting it together on a timeline and that creative storytelling part. That's what LumaFusion is best at. And, um, you could totally be the same person and want to use LumaFusion for that storytelling part and resolve for deep color correction or um, color grading or, or something else that they have. And I don't think that it's, it's so, it's so different now because when I started editing and I bought my first six on uh, my first editing system, it was $60,000. It was all I could ever afford is that one. So I had to make sure that one system did everything I needed it to do. But now with LumaFusion being $29.95 and um, Resolve, we have the free version and then the uh, fairly inexpensive uh, full version, uh, I think it's totally reasonable to have two systems that serve different purposes. Yeah. And, that, and that's the that's the rub right there, right? Uh, in I don't know if other industries have this phenomenon, but in the creative slash photography or videography world it's always a us versus them or zero sum or i there's no and it's always an or you know you must use this or that i must be in this camp or this camp when in reality is it should be like a home depot it's the right tool for the job go in and get what you need to to execute right right you, do you agree with yeah, that I mean, that it, you it could use both have to be that way i yeah. think it just evolved to that way because like i said it was just too expensive to have more than right. one before right. yeah. so uh we had to really choose and that and technology has just been like that you have to choose what you're using but now people have so much gear um and so many opportunities to have more than one thing because they're they're affordable um but i think there's differences also between lumifusion and resolve if you want to get down to the nitty-gritty um we, LumaFusion is designed to make the technology disappear. We're, we're there to provide the canvas and the tools you need to tell your story without having what I call technology stress. Mm -hmm. 
whereas r resolve is is there to give you everything that a professional needs and that can sometimes be stressful um and may not be your most creative moment but it doesn't mean it's bad it's just it's different LumaFusion is optimized for touch. We were designed from the get-go for being a touch editing system. So we haven't ported any code over or, or tried to um, slip in a lot of menus into our, our editor. And uh, there's, there's a lot of other differences too. Um, the playback performance of LumaFusion is astounding. On an M1 iPad Pro, LumaFusion playback six tracks of 4K just seamlessly, flawlessly. And you won't find that is necessarily true with Resolve. Uh, there is audio stuttering issues and stuff like that. So, you know, we have built something that is completely optimized and designed for iOS. Um, yeah. We also have I, don't know. I can go on and on, but I love <laughs> it. I'm just absorbing. <laughs> I'm absorbing okay. all this because because I look at this and you're. We didn't talk about this uh, at all, but your background is in video editing, right? So you you're a you're a cutter, right? You avid all the right. things, so you know your way around those applications. Did you and team and Chris? Did you guys look at that world and say, you know what? If I could what's the ideal flow? You know, we have this this slab of glass with a computer in it and connectivity. What's the ideal flow for uh, for video that would make it fun versus bins and this and all these other things? Is yeah. that the, the tech that you took? Yeah, because I've been, I've been in uh, video editing development since, I guess I'm gonna say around um, 95, so however many years that is <laughs> but i started with lightworks which is a great system beautiful interface for that time i i worked at fast multimedia with silver and then um liquid and then avid and so i've just been around a lot of editing systems and a lot of development and so over the years i've i've developed a um I feel very in tune with whether a feature is really pleasing me or pleasing the system. So at LumaTouch, my key role is to say, this isn't quite making me feel creative or this isn't making the user happy um, yeah. to use. So I am the last person that kind of stands up and says, this isn't good enough. We also have a team of people doing usability tests, and they and they also can say, um, actually, not the highest percentage of this person could get through this workflow. So we need to go back, and and here's the things we need to solve. So we're always listening to our customers, and just I think you know a lot of people do usability tests, but if you don't actually respond to the usability tests, then it really doesn't matter if you did them in the first place. So right, right. We're very responsive to things we learn from our customers, our beta testers, our usability testers. Yeah. Now, now speaking of those customers, right? I'm sure you know, I've seen it, you know, based on just the feedback from our first interview on on multi-touch when we did that. But there's been a chorus of people that are like, when 
am I going to get this multi-touch feature? DaVinci came out. They've got, or multi, uh, you know, multi-track. DaVinci yeah. came out. Multicam, sorry. Multi, or DaVinci came out with theirs, or Blackmagic came out with theirs, and we're still waiting on LumaTouch and LumaFusion to release the one that we've already seen. It already looked done. What do you say to those customers that are just like, just give me the software and let me play with it right now? What, what do you, what's the message you give to them? Yeah, I mean, well, we, we have beta testers playing with it right now and they, they like it, but yeah. the bottom line is we did usability tests and our goal was that anybody who walked in who knew anything about video editing could walk up to our multicam feature and get through the process of syncing, switching, and editing uh, without getting stuck, without breaking out a reference guide or without having to figure it out. And back when I showed it to you was just before that round of usability tests. And um, yeah, that didn't happen. So mm -hmm. they came up with a number of, of things that we solved. So we went back to the drawing board and solved those issues. And now it is always passing. So the usability tests we're doing now is people are just able to get through it without any help at all. And it's really, it's really fun to watch. So. That's awesome. Okay, I'm putting you, I'm putting you on the spotlight right now. When is the <laughs> software going to ship, Terry? <laughs> we <laughs> well, we're we're in late beta. <laughs> we're in late beta, so it, it, okay. you know it's wrapping up. It's wrapping okay. up, and it's looking really good. There's no major uh, things to change now. Oh, it's just you know crossing the eyes. No, oh, crossing the t's and dotting the eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Getting it, you know. There's a lot that goes into releasing, uh, so we're just I know. in that process. I had to put you on the spot. I, you know, I had to put you on the spot <laughs> to ask that. I knew you were going to say that, but I had to allow you to say that. Um, <laughs> yeah. That is that's fantastic. So, okay, so we, we touched on some of the new, th new things in the software. Um, we addressed the question of when, you know, we're in late beta. So just sit tight. The 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 uh, stork will be arriving shortly, right? <laughs> so we'll say that. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, and the the other question, just more of a business-related question that I want to throw at you is, was there, and I, I know I'm answering my own question as it comes out of my mouth, but the... <laughs> when when the competition increased in the the sort of multi-track world of mobile editing was there a kind of okay we're losing money if we don't ship this thing and did you care and you know maybe you can talk a little bit about the company structure you know like in in a stockholder driven company i'm sure you'd have board members screaming down your throat get this thing out there because we're losing losing money how did that all play out you know the world of okay we're losing revenue and they're taking taking we money out of actually. our mouths. I mean, I don't want to. I think I'm not supposed to be this specific, but we didn't actually lose re revenue. And I do think that, honestly, I do think that re resolve coming to uh, mobile did shed light on on the environment and how creative it can be, and that people that weren't necessarily looking at mobile, we're all of a sudden looking at it and they see Luma Fusion as well as a really great tool for editing. So it didn't impact us. Um, and so I didn't have to make that decision, but had I had to make that decision, like, are we going to put something out when it's not quite ready because we're losing money? I would have said, 
I don't care. We are waiting until this thing is right. And it, it would have been a very unpopular thing for me to say, I think. Um, but it is it is the truth. Like I, I'm I'm not here. Chris and I built the company because we love what we're doing, and we don't have shareholders. It's a self-funded company. It's just you know we don't spend it if we don't have it, and so that's the way we work. Um, yeah, I just would have said, well, uh, unfortunately, we didn't get it ready on time, so we're gonna have to work harder to get it done. Yeah, yeah, good. What a what a what a good position to be in, right? To be able to to make that call and just say, let's let's get it right. And I, I you know, which I think makes the anticipation for the software that much greater, right? Because it's like, what is this jewel they're crafting <laughs> over there? I need the jewel. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I think it, it is actually really exciting. Our multicam, and I can say this without hesitation, is the best multicam is going to be the best multicam in the world when it comes out. So, I, you know, it is, it, it covers, it has a lot more power than uh, some of the desktop multicams out there because we cover a lot of different use cases. We cover, if you want to do a music video with, uh, you know, six cameras, we cover if you want to do a, um, like an interview and map audio from one camera to the other and then cut and all your audio all your audio is mapped we cover having um put effects on each uh angle or on each cut so there's just a lot of things we've covered and all in a way that doesn't get in your face or doesn't make you look up things so it is taking multicam to a level that i think it's ever been at in all the history of multicam yeah. And when you when you look at it, the, the software and, you know, you sort of picture someone using the software, what's what's the mode that they're in? Are they like me? I was telling you off camera that, you know, I'm I'm going to I'm going on a trip soon. I'm going to leave my MacBook Pro at home. I'm just bringing the, the, the big iPad with me and two cameras, one both of which are iPhones. So, and I need to do some stuff while I'm on the road and I plan to import or ingest that footage into the iPad and, you know, plug in my little sand disk drive and go to town on there using LumaFusion. Yeah. Is that, is that the, the target avatar for the, for the product? Someone in that kind of modality yeah. or is it pros or is it someone more basic? Um, you know, you can do, you can use multicam anytime you shot with more than one camera, as long as either you have sim, you know, have recorded audio on both clips because it'll use the audio to synchronize the angles, or you have time code on the clips so that it can synchronize using the time code. And so it could be used even for the interview we're doing right now. If you got the, um, the rushes or angles that you get from Ecamm Live or Zoom or whatever, you can put those into multicam. They would sync up just with the touch of a button, and then you just play it through and cut, cut, cut with by tapping on the angle you want to. So you, you could use it in this situation. You can use it on your trip you're going on, which is going to be really fun. Yeah. Or you yeah. could do a whole video where you have the audio master the playback audio that the musicians um, play back to you in, 
you put that in a track of LumaFusion into the, the primary track, and that will sync everything to that, but it won't get cut when you're doing your switching. So oh, you wow. can okay. use it for pretty much anything. Yeah. That's I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna record a music video and send it over to you, Terry, so you can, okay. you can check it out. <laughs> uh, you yeah. know, so with all this focus on just sort of the multicam feature and polishing the software and all that, once it's once it's out in the wild and you're happy with it and the the reviews are stellar, what's next? What's the next big feature that LumaTouch wants to aim the guns at to knock out and change the mobile editing world? Well, we have several that people have been asking for uh, in the meantime for quite a while that we'll be working on. And we have several that we started uh, a while back and then we put on the shelf so that we could focus on multicam. And so those I can tell you about those that would be the uh, keyframe, the advanced keyframing with curves and ease in and ease out. And that would be more of those audio GUIs, the graphical user interfaces for the audio effects, like um, high shelf and low shelf and EQs and stuff like that. So we have added some of that and we wanna add more of that because it just makes audio so much more fun. And um, yeah, and there's, there's a number of things that I'm going to leave in the background for now. <laughs> okay, good, good. <laughs> My Jedi mind trick isn't working like it was last time. <laughs> it's not today. <laughs> not today, you sneaker. <laughs> hey, I'm trying. I'm trying. No, this is good. This is really helpful. I think a lot of a lot of your customers and would-be customers um, are going to benefit from this, this interview. Just to kind of get in your mind or in the company's mind a little bit in terms of what's coming, why it's coming, when it's coming, and what your approach is to software development, which I think is it's really important. Um, any parting shots you want to throw out there to the audience about, you know, LumaTouch and LumaFusion, any future apps beyond LumaFusion that we should know about? Come on, you know, give us, yeah. give us, give me my Oprah moment here, Terry, come on. <laughs> okay, well, I think, uh, well, by the time this is live, then Android, the Android and Chromebook releases will be out. So mm. you'll be able to run LumaFusion on Android uh, phones and tablets and Chromebooks. And that's another thing, um, you know, that's different about LumaFusion is it, it does run on every device, uh, you know, from iPhone to Android to Chromebook to tablets so we're not limited to just the high-end ipads so yeah and it, it'll run online. on a, it'll run on an m1 macbook pro as well right or an m series macbook it pro will? right yeah yes yes that it does very yeah. cool very cool what an ecosystem okay great so we'll leave it we'll leave it right there this is fantastic and as a bonus you've agreed to uh record a nice video for the twip audience exclusively um to get an inside look at the state of the software as it sits in late beta um, which will probably be very similar to what the shipping version looks so you're going to take us through some workflows some some multicam workflows in that software yes i will i'll i'll do a a quick, um, like a cooking show, three camera shoot with some map audio, and then I'll do a quick demo of how you would do a music video in there. Okay. 
Awesome. Terry, thank you so much for doing this. This is fantastic. Perfect discussion. Um, if people want to check out the currently shipping version of, of LumaFusion, they should just go to where Luma, LumaTouch.com or just to the just to the App Store, right? Your your Android yeah, or iOS App Store. App Store. Right. Play Store, Galaxy Store, um, Apple Store, and just look up LumaFusion. Or you can go to our website at LumaTouch.com or Twitter or Facebook, so yeah. <laughs> you'll find us. Or look in the description uh, of this YouTube video or on the This Week in Photo blog post for this episode and you'll have all the links that you need there as well. So perfect. Terry Morgan, thank you so much. You. Uh, and yeah. as we record this, it is February 14th, so happy Valentine's Day. And I hope you, you have yeah, a good happy evening. Valentine's Day. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. See you later. This is Twitter.